0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to The Social Angle, a podcast that helps promo pros gain an edge in the social media realm. I'm Vinny, and on this episode, I am joined by Swire Ho of Garuda Promotions to discuss how he has been able to grow his business through social media and podcasting. Swire, welcome to the show.
1: Thank you, Vinny. Thank you so much for having me on your show.
0: Absolutely. Um, I I apologize. It's so... Early out on the West Coast. It's eleven o'clock here, but this was this was the time that we could we could uh, get for this show. Um, so, how are things going out on the West Coast? What's the weather like today?
1: It's getting warmer. Surprisingly, last week was kind of chilly. Now, you know, I like the warm weather, so I everything is welcome. A sunny day.
0: Yeah, it's same same out here. It's warm. Um, you know, I think it's a little too warm um, for this time of year, but you know, we'll take it after that brutal winter we had. Anyway, so we have a great topic. We're going to talk about how you've been able to grow your business through social media and also podcasting. So before we get into the questions, uh, can you take a second and introduce yourself, your business and how long you've been in the promo industry?
1: Well, my name is Swire. I also call myself #thepromoguy. hashtag the promo guy. Uh, name of our business is Garuda Promo and Branding Solutions. We are a promotional product distributor here in Los Angeles. Uh, actually started our promotional journey uh, from our last business, which we were in CD and DVD replication. We were actually a supplier in ASI, uh, providing replication service back, you know, ten year plus ago. Okay. Uh, so that's how we learned about the business. And in two thousand thirteen, we sold uh, the CD DVD business, and we thought about. Ourself, uh when I say ourselves, it's me and my wife, we're a business partner. Uh, what should we do? And we kind of like the ASI distributor model. That's uh, when we uh, decided to become a full-time distributors.
0: Okay. Um, and how long have you been doing um, distribution?
1: I think back in the CD DVD times, uh, you know, we started doing that because uh, we do a lot of uh, CD and DVDs for record labels and film company. Mm-hmm. So musicians were asked, you know, we're going on tours. Can you guys help us with t-shirts and merchandise that we could sell? Or uh, we're going to have a red carpet. Can you guys help us with the giveaway back? We said yes. And uh, using the resources that we have, we got into it. And uh, we think that it's interesting. You know, there are people that actually want to put their logo on an item. And we think that, you know, our industry uh, is something that is not going to go away. It's just, you know, you might have different items, uh, but then there are always going to be people who want to put their logos on certain items.
0: Absolutely. I agree 100%. So, um, again, we are talking to Swire Ho of Garuda Promotions, and we're talking about how he has been able to grow his business with social media and podcasting. If you have any questions or comments uh, throughout the show, feel free to uh, post them. Uh, we'll get them on the show or we'll get them answered, um, you know, hopefully during the show. Um, So we're on LinkedIn right now. We're also on Facebook. So feel free to post those questions. All right, Swire. So for the first question I have for you, you have a small business. Um, it's just you and your wife, but you have a really big social media game. I've checked you out. You're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, LinkedIn. You you also have a blog and you have a podcast. Can you let us know how you're able to ma- maintain such a vibrant social media presence and also still focus on your business?
1: Well, I think technology definitely helps. You know, There are different tools that we have available uh, with us right now. Um, that we can actually time it. you know. I Obviously, I don't just be on the computer all day and not doing work and just post on social media. I think um, kind of like the model that we have, if we have multiple orders, then you don't work on them all at once. Uh, you write down what steps are they in? Are they in uh, proving? Are they in production? Or are they ready to ship? So what I normally do is I have a... Uh, uh, Google spreadsheets that I uh, that I have on my computer. So when I come across an article, uh, uh, for example, from, from you Vinny from your newsletter, or if you post something interesting on Twitter about our industry, I don't repost them right away. I actually put them in my posting Excel sheets. I, I make notes of what this is about where the link is. And then when, uh, usually once or twice a week, I'll go to and look at all the posts that we have and I space them out. So you, I might seem a lot and be posting every single day, but actually I time it, you know, whenever that I get to it. Uh, so you don't overwhelm yourself. and. Uh, think about different platform. And a lot of people just use the same content and post it on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram or whatever platform that they are. I would try to spin it differently. You know, maybe for example, if uh, when listener listening on LinkedIn, we're more business. When we go on LinkedIn, we we like to look for business type content. But we're on Facebook, it could be business or it could be, I can post what I have for lunch just now. You know, that that can go right there. So maybe the tone for the same post, you can uh, word it differently. So then people will respond it better. I think the um, the goal that you want to try to do is people go to social media to find answers that they're looking for or they're trying to connect with like minded individuals with either the hobby, the interest or their, their pain. Right. So I want to find someone who have the similar pain or have been go through or uh, maybe recommend a restaurant that I want to go to. I ask people, you know, where should I go to have, let's say, Mexican food and then I'll get tons of reply. So can you as a business be able to answer those questions? You know, if you are, then you have the engagement, you know, then you have people actually want to ask you more question. And then you can become the expert who are answering all this question that your prospect might have online.
0: Great answer. I, I love the fact that you're doing uh, different content across networks. And uh, we've preached that uh, many times on this show. We talk about um, how, yes, some of these social media management tools allow you to take one piece of content, one type of messaging, and push it out in multiple places. I recommend that if you have the resources to dedicate to your social media strategy plan, don't do that. Because like you said, Swire, perfect. Like Different networks have different uh, types of um, you know uh, potential clients, and you know your your following is a little bit different on LinkedIn than it is on Instagram. People are at these in these different networks for different types of content. So, like you said, like I always think about uh, you know uh, Instagram as a very visual network, and you know to to post what you're posting on Facebook or Twitter, you know, also on Instagram may not work for you. Uh, so. You know I like that you're it sounds like you're very organized, you have you have a strategy in place, um, and you're and you're and you understand the networks. And we always say like sometimes the best content for us at ASI has nothing to do with the industry. We talk about things that are outside the industry, fun stuff. Um, you know, I'm a I, I like beer and I like horror movies and I like to play the guitar, and some of the best content that resonates to our audiences are, you know, some of the people internally at ASI doing things that are fun. You know, it, it has nothing to do with the business. And a lot of people say, well, how does that matter for the business? Well, it makes the business relatable. It makes the business human. It results in engagement, um, brand awareness. So there's, there's a lot that can happen, um, you know, from there. So so I love the answer. So let's talk about um, you and your wife working together. So, so how long have you guys been in the business together? I, I, it's probably the same amount of years as you've had the business, but ha, does that work out well for you guys?
1: Good and bad, right? Obviously, yeah. you know, this is someone obviously you can trust, but obviously it's your spell. So uh, the bad thing is sometimes when you wake up first thing in the morning, instead of, you know, how are you doing, you know, things like that. Where's my UPS shipment? You know, you got... <laughs> You got to call FedEx right now and find out where the shipment is or, you know, you got to get the clients approved. And, you know, if not, we're going to be late. So it's good and bad, but we find a place. We've actually been business partner for 18 years now. So, you know, we know, uh, you know, uh, pros and cons for each other. And then we try to complement each other. And then uh, going through to uh, promotional product industry fashion, when you attend a trade show, then you know that at lunch it's always mom and pop, mom and pop, you know, husband and wife team. So I think we kind of fit in, you know, we like that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a lot of people experienced um, during the pandemic, what it's like to actually be around their spouses 24 seven. And, you know, I was the same way Um, and it worked out great. You know, I, I still think that, you know, this is something I could do indefinitely, you know, work together with my spouse at home. We're not doing business together. She works for a different company, but certainly seeing somebody every day, you know, could be good and bad, you know? And yeah, we, we, there were challenges with that, but I think, you know, I joked like during the pandemic, people will really get to know their spouse as well. And like, yeah. I know <laughs> if they, they really married the right person. And so it's been crazy, but you know, for me, it's, it's, it's been rewarding. And I think it's, you know, shown in the work that um, you know, we've done. So, um, so I'm going to ask you a question and, and before I ask this question, anyone have any comments or questions about growing your business through social media that you want to ask Swire or podcasting, feel free to drop it in the comments. We'll, 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 try to answer it at the end of the show or during the show. So here's a question that I have for you. So you're doing something with podcasts that I've never seen anyone in this industry do. And that's, you reach out to become a guest on others' podcasts Can you let us know why and how you do this?
1: Well, I first learned about the the concept for being a guest on Other People podcasts from uh, my conversation with a PR professional. You know, her uh, point, the whole point is, you know, is be a known professional in your industry. So within my industry, within any industry, as long as you are in your business for a while, you are the expert. But for example, let me... Focusing back on uh, promotional product industry, Our top ten distributors. You know they have millions and multi millions dollar business. But if you are not in the promotional product industry, chances are you have not heard of any of these big company before. But they are really big company. They have thousands of people working for them. But what if uh, Swire, the promo guy, can become the known expert when people are thinking about promotional product industry? Would that? Would it be beneficial to me? You know, I came to a conclusion, yes, that definitely be. So imagine if people ever talk about promotional product on LinkedIn. They're saying, oh, talk to the promo guy. He knows what he's talking about. Why? Because I'm always on going on podcasts to talk about my expertise. Not only, not I'm not going there to sell myself, but then I'm going to different podcasts, you know, related to my industry. And then I'm telling uh, the audience about, things to consider when you are thinking about doing a promotional product. How do you find a target market? What uh, product to get and what are the trends are? So I'm actually establishing myself as the go-to expert in the industry. So for example, my ultimate goal one day is if a TV station uh, wanted to get a quote on someone in a promotional product for a particular segment they're working on, who would they reach out? Who would they know? And then if you're the known expert in an industry, that's how people are going to reach out to you.
0: Yes. So, so, uh, so you've been on many podcasts I've, I've, I've gone and I've checked out your channels. So, so how do you find these podcasts and how do you go about, you know, opening that door to getting in on these podcasts?
1: Well, there are a, there are different types of services, you know, you could, you know, First of all, find out if any of your business contacts uh, currently have a podcast. So you know that will be the first place to go. If you already have a uh, relationship with the person, that will be number one. And there are also uh, a lot of websites right now. Uh, you you can pay for them. You can just use the free service to find out what podcasts are looking for guests, and they will also list for the topic that they they want guests to be on. So just find the right one that have the right match. And if you uh, have budget to spend, you can actually hire a PR agency, they will represent you and go and find the right type of podcast uh, for you to be on. So uh, there's no cost, there's friends and there's always paying services. So uh, I'm going like the middle route. So I will pay attention and look for podcasts that I think, uh, especially with what we do uh, i like to go on marketing podcasts i like to go on maybe uh talking about business or maybe talking about uh, business development talking about sales so those are the natural podcasts that you know i would you know promote myself to be on and think about kind of like a resume you know you have to build a resume type of for your speaking gig that's why you know when i actually this is a good example Vini. I listen to your podcast, I really like the content. And I actually pitch myself to you to become a guest on your show. So in order for me to do that, I will tell you that uh, I have microphone set up, I have a camera set up, you know, I'm ready. And I know my content and also uh, send you a link to a few podcasts that I, I was on. So you know, lucky enough that you listen to it, and you're interested. So think about you know, a mini presentation of your speaking engagement. So that could work for uh, when you go on a podcast, even uh, later on, I can use the same thing to pitch to maybe Chamber of Commerce or maybe association that has uh, interested in related topic in marketing.
0: Thank you, Swire. We have a question actually from Melissa, she, she's curious. What should you include in your pitch when reaching out?
1: A good shots. Right, I'm not comfortable in front of the camera, but I still include my headshots. Uh, just maybe your bio, you know, a short bio of uh, what you are and then give the host uh, maybe three to five possible topics that you can speak on, you know, because we wanna make it easy for the host because uh, Vini, you've been doing a podcast for a while and you know that, and I know that uh, the, the podcast is your baby. So, you know, three, <laughs> the the host with respect and you know that they care about their podcasts very, very much. So uh, think about how you could put in and add value to the show and how you can bring value to the audience because you know the host all always you know cares about if they can grow and reach more of the audience. Can you do that? The last thing that you want to do is go on to a podcast and just sell and becomes a webinar. It's think about it as a conversation. You don't want to talk over people. You don't want to talk all the time and you want to encourage actual conversation with the
0: host. Thank you, Swire. So we, um, we have on uh, LinkedIn a question. Um, he wants to know, uh, this is from Steve and, and Koyak. And coic ho- I hope I'm saying that name right. Uh, give us some examples of the podcasts you've been on.
1: Well, I've been on podcasts that um, focus in digital marketing, so I think um, you know that would be a good fit. I've also been on podcasts uh, for nonprofits because a lot of my clients are nonprofits organizations. So I think uh, that's something that they don't normally do. But then my question to them is, you know, how do you reach out to put, uh, donors? How do you Put together a nice virtual event. So these are timely questions. Then you have to change your pitch all the time depending on uh, who whom you're pitching it to. Kind of like when we do presentation to our client in business. You know, different business. You have to know them. You have to study and research for them. And you know, like what I'm doing right now. You got to take notes. Uh, The more you know about their audience. Uh, the more you know about the show, you got to listen to the show before you pitch them. So you know that what you are presenting to them is relevant. You know, it's the last thing a host want to do is, uh, is a copy and paste email. And they know that you send it to like 50 people.
0: Yeah. And you get the wrong name. And like, <laughs> like if you send somebody the wrong name, you're just like, oh my God, there's no way I'm getting on that uh, podcast. But yeah, I like, I like, I like the idea here. Like, and this is kind of the gist of this Podcast today is because when you first pitched this to me, I was fascinated about how you were actually um, positioning yourself as a subject matter expert, and then pitching yourself to be on others' podcasts so that you can then potentially, uh, you know, get new clients. Um, you know, and it and to me that that to me is fascinating because I've seen this industry, and not unlike any other industry, like the increase in people having podcasts is, is just exploded. Everyone seems to have a podcast these days, but it's kind of reversed engineered. This approach is like, hey, like you still have a podcast yourself, but you're also saying, you know what? I could also do good for my business by taking the knowledge that I have and then finding a podcast that gets a lot of reach, a lot of engagement, and then pitching myself as a guest on that podcast, and that's worked for you. So um, can you give us um, an example of when you've actually, you've gotten new business from this approach, right?
1: Yeah, actually, I wanted to point out a couple more things on it, you know, so after your guests uh, on the podcast, it's not said and done. So what I would do and going back to your original question with social media, I will be creating, uh, you know, for example, this episode on uh, as opposed on different social media. And what I will also do uh, is I'm gonna create a blog post based on the conversation that we have had today, Vinny. And then I'll also extract the audio and there are uh, websites that you could just, I think it's 25 cents per minute. Then you can actually transcribe the entire audio onto uh wording. So that will be the block of my blog post. Why am I doing that? You know, over the course of our conversation, I use the keywords, promotional product. Maybe we talk about printed products. Then these are the keywords that can help you on your SEO. Mm -hmm. And if the host is kind enough, uh, they will ask, you know, and include our website at the end of the uh, conversation. This is backlink that you can link back to your website. Mm -hmm. So these are the obvious things. And uh, and another benefits that why I want to be a guest is, all the backlink that I have, I might be spending, maybe forty-five minutes to an hour, sometime for my uh, time commitment. But then the benefits, I I couldn't even say. And especially, uh, you know, when you ask me, Vinny, uh, the business that we are able to get from my guessing, I think, uh, you know, I I, this is what I do like, in, in my planning days right now.
0: Right, so so this is. I mean, you sounds like you have a little bit of a technical background. Um, you know, not everybody in this industry has that, but you've really covered your bases in terms of understanding how to take content and kind of repackaging it and repurposing repurposing it for other networks. Which you know we try to do for ASI as well. You know, we you know we we take the audio and we put it um, in SoundCloud and we've got YouTube and you know we have a blog. On ASI Central for all of our podcasts. So, but you're really kind of like you're you're reaping the benefits of of being on others podcasts, and you're taking it to the nth degree. You're really maximizing what you do on the podcasts.
1: You, as as you know, we're a small company. You know, uh, so we learn actually from the agency. That's something that they can do. Obviously, they have more resources, they have more uh, manpower. But then this is something that within you know our uh, capabilities that can do, you know, you could go on to a uh, free PR website, I could, you know, I will be writing a, a press release for our conversation. And then it's going to be sent out for uh, people hopefully get picked up by other news agency about uh, this uh, conversation. So I think it's available, and then you know, I'm happy to connect with uh, everyone afterwards. To if you're interested about a particular uh, things that I talk about, but uh, it could be done. You know, it just have to uh, you know follow the steps, and after a while, uh, it becomes a little bit easier.
0: So you're a distributor of promotional products, but not only that, you're a distributor of content and information. I, I like that. You're you seem to have it really like you have the process down. And it's very admirable. I'm learning a lot from you. Um, so, um, let me ask you about um, being a guest on a podcast. What are some of the do's and don'ts about doing this?
1: I think never. You never want to sell. You know, I know, right? We have a lot of product. You know, maybe a supplier just gave us something that we know that's going to sell. Uh, it's easy for us to product them, right, on a podcast. But you know, uh, but think about the listeners. Do they want it to hear what you're saying? all your features and benefits, probably they, they don't. People always care about themselves the most, you know, it's sad to say, it, but then we, we do, we care about ourselves the most. And you know, judging on the type of podcast that you're going on, the title that you are uh, being asked to uh, comment on, you know, how can you provide more value? You know, the, the goal is to uh, have people say, hmm, this is a person that we might want it to, talk to you you know this is my this is a person that we connect you and you have to keep that in mind uh not everyone is going to like you whatever that you say even if you're the best performing uh, person in your industry there are still people that are not going to connect with you and you have to accept that you know but then at the same time there are people that are going to be drawn to your energy maybe you smile a different way maybe you dress uh, different way. Maybe you just look the way that you are, and the people that are drawn to you, and those are the people that will be your potential client. So going into the sales uh, mentality, you're putting people, different people, into your sales funnel. You know, everyone that is not related or don't like you, they're outside your funnel now. Now you're putting more people into your funnel, and depending on your process with your uh, selling procedure, then you can get more people into your potential uh, sales pipeline.
0: Great answer. Um, You know, I think that, um, you know, there's a lot of do's and don'ts. And you mentioned uh, earlier about, you know, emailing. You know, um, you want to do professional headshots. You want to present yourself uh, in a very professional manner, obviously, so that you can come across as somebody who uh, really actually means business. You want to establish yourself as a thought leader. um, You know, and that certainly helps when you have. the amount of content that you have. So let's talk about your pot. You do have a podcast, Uh, you know, you're certainly a guest on many podcasts, but you also do have a podcast, which is actually a Facebook live stream called the Small Business Show. Um, You know, you interview experts in the field of growing their business. How long have you been doing this live stream and how has it been received?
1: It started uh, the end of twenty twenty, and you know, with the pandemic, I think it kind of jump started. So people are getting more uh, comfortable with uh, online virtual interview. I used in the first uh, few episodes, I actually carry all my equipment, all my lights and camera, and, uh, and I went to the person's business. And we actually talk. So it's a lot of time commitment. But doing virtually now, Vinny, yeah, you and I are in different states and we're able to connect. And I was able to have guests that are already from Ireland, from Australia, and um, that I'm able to reach out and to talk to. And I think having a podcast is good, it's a big time commitment, as you, as you know. Um, but then what I want the listener to think about is um, for your own benefit uh, reason. What if you can reach out to your best prospect, your dream client right now, and you you tell them, uh, Mr. Dream Prospect, I have a podcast and I really admire what you do and I would like to have you on my podcast and talk uh, to my listener about your expertise. The chances that you're getting a yes from the dream prospect will be a lot higher than you just cold call or, you know, doing uh, social media to connect with them. Think of how, how would you be able to do if you're able to connect with, five of your dream prospect, you know, just because you have a podcast, you know, the way that it sound, the way that, you know, they think about their distribution online, uh, using your podcast is higher, you know, then that's how I'm able to get some of the tech speaker that normally wouldn't even talk to me to be on my show. And I'm able to go all the way to Ireland to talk to an exhibition professional in Europe, and to be on my show to talk about virtual events events and i know that being uh streaming my show on linkedin on facebook my client my prospect are watching it so i'm giving them the content that they want so another example is you know in our industry sometimes when our clients send the logos in, they comes in all shapes and sizes and they're not in the right format right. they don't like me when i not criticize i'm telling them they're Logo is not right. They don't like to hear that. So that's why I put down all the questions that my client asked me. And I asked a designer to come on. And I asked them on the show all the questions that my client normally asked me. So whenever now I have a questions like that from my client, I don't, you know, want to get into art relationship i just said, please watch this episode i uh the designer actually taught you how to get your logo ready uh, to be put onto a promotional product so they like that you know so depending on what the questions that i've been getting a lot from my client i'll actually find an expert uh, to come onto the show to address that issue so i think that's been very helpful and that's how i'm able to uh, grow our business using the podcast that we have
0: that's actually a very common problem in this industry and I and I've seen it a lot. I had no idea that you had a podcast addressing this. You know, it's it's fascinating because you know, we see all these like, you know, I don't know if you're in promotional products professional Facebook page, um, you know, we have ASI member exclusive group where like people just go in there and it, you'll always see the questions about um, you know, improper uh art um formats and sizes and all that and you know, it seems to be a very, very common issue. And I love that you, you've you kind of like, uh, instead of having to have that conversation, you've already created content that addresses that through your podcast. So yeah, so you're, a, you're again, we're talking to Swireho of Garuda Promotions. I know somebody had asked, uh, you know, what your name and information was, and we'll get, you know, all your information at the end. Um, but yeah, we're talking about, you know, social media to grow your business and also podcasting uh, and, and Swire is not only a podcaster, but he is, you know, a habitual person who is a guest on podcasts, and he does it very well. So um, let's talk about your live streams, uh, like we're doing right now. You seem to have a great background. You have hardware um, that is is really crisp, and, you know, you've got a, a, a mic there. Like, what would you recommend to anybody who is looking to either get into podcasting uh, or become a guest like what are some of the do's and don'ts about uh hardware and software
1: well there is some commitment to it right you know some resources or you have to buy certain things if you don't already own them already uh i would say to start if this is something that you want to get into i say maybe about two to hundredths of uh spending that you have mm-hmm. to do you you gotta want to uh buy a good mic you know, because not only that you could use it on podcast, when you do your Zoom meeting, you can have the same setup. Uh, so I can't tell you how many times my uh, potential client were impressed, you know, with my background and with the equipments that I have. So right now, if you're still doing virtual presentation, you can u- also use the same equipment that you have. You know, a lot of times that we see uh, a normal, uh, you know, presenter, they will have technical problems too. So uh, we're using a different platform that, Uh, that I normally use. We're using Be Live right now. Mm -hmm. So I actually, before we hop on, you know, for our conversation today, 30 minutes ago, I logged on uh, for I think in a few months right now. So I want to make sure that I sound right. I have sound on Mm -hmm. uh, both from my microphone, I I can listen to myself. And also my camera and my lighting is correct. uh, When it be on, you know, the last thing that you want to do is, you know, you come come on, and you become like a, you know, kind of like a dark background, and then you kind of sound like you're in a cave. So uh, do you put some time into it? Because when we uh, were used to doing in person presentation, you practice for it, right? And you actually have notes that you actually practice what you're going to say. It's very easy to do that, you know, especially if you are going to be doing it on zoom, you can actually record yourself uh, for your presentation, or pretend that you know, you're being asked a question, can you answer it uh, the way that you, you are, you know, practice makes perfect. And I think that's, you know, something that we need to continue to do virtually.
0: Right. And I think uh, being virtual for a lot of people have forced them into this sort of role, you know, in, you know, having a setup that is, you know, that works well. You know, I've, I, we've seen setups that don't work well, you know, they're poor wifi. I think people have adjusted in a year um, and, you know, they're, they're preparing to potentially, Work indefinitely in a virtual setting, so I think even if you don't do podcasts, you should have some sort of setup that is appealing. You know everything works, uh, but those are great tips. Um, so again, if you have a question for Swire, you know pop it in the comments, and we'll try to get it. Um, we have a few more questions left. So you you call yourself the promo guy, um, and you also use that hashtag uh, across multiple uh, social media platforms. Can can you let us know how that's worked out for you in in terms of how, you know, on social media and also how you've kind of branded yourself over the years as the promo guy? Uh, Do people remember you as the promo guy?
1: Uh, (laughs) I certainly hope so. Uh, My name is not hard to pronounce after you know how to pronounce it. It's just Swire. But then, you know, for a person who who might not heard of the phrase again, uh, it's sometimes it's challenging. So uh, over the years, I get people call, uh, can I speak to us? And then they kind of stumble or they, they stop or they try try the best interpretation of Swire. So uh, I decided, you know, for, for branding, especially in my industry, why don't I call myself the promo guy? It's catchy, you know, kind of hint that, uh, of what I do. And especially, you know, if the listener have time, you know, Google my exact name, Swireho hashtag the promo guy. You actually see all the podcasts that I've been on, a lot of the blog posts that I've written, a lot of the social media posting that I've had. So because right now with uh, Google, when you meet someone new, uh, either a prospect, a supplier or business partner, the next thing you do is you're gonna Google them, Google who Mm -hmm. they are. How, How do you want your things to show up? So if I have control, with my name and my hashtag that I created for myself, you have more control of all the contents that you want people to see. So if you Google Swire Hold the Promo Guy, the the first two pages, you'll see the things that I want you to see. So maybe there are things that uh, people talks about me, but then because I use consistently with my name and the hashtag, so these are all the platform that I want my potential client or my business partner wanted to see. So think about if you could create a phrase Uh, especially if you're a more common name or maybe uh, your business name, unfortunately uh, have other businesses in different industries that have the same name, then how can you maybe add a a keyword or maybe a phrase on there to make it unique? So when you tell people to search for you, uh, ask them to search for you in the exact phrase.
0: We just had um, Melissa and I, we just talked about um, hashtagging in uh, a Facebook live last week and it's, for those who who aren't very familiar with hashtagging, I think you touched upon a very important point. Like if you're going to brand yourself with a hashtag, make sure you go in and check it out first. Um, You know, check out the social networks, go into all of them. They all support uh, hashtags. Um, Obviously not the audio ones because it's just audio, but all the major uh, social media platforms support hashtags. Go in and search. Like, you know, when we were coming up with, you know, thinking about tags for our industry, Uh, You know, I was looking around saying, okay, what do we got here? You know, how can we position our content? Certainly promo products is one that if you click on in any social media platform, you're going to to come up with content that is relevant to our industry. But if you click, if you hashtag products, it's a different story. You're going to come up with tons of stuff that has nothing to do with our industry. And just like the promo guy, you know, um, when I searched you in with the hashtag, you know, the promo guy, boom, like I found everything that was for you. So you were able to kind of see, this is sort of available. This, the, you know, hashtag, the promo guy is, a, is an available hashtag that you could seize upon. I don't know when you started doing it, but it was very, very effective because when you're right, when you click on it, it you find content from Swire Ho, the promo guy. So it's, it's really something that you have to kind of look into and research um, because sometimes you jump on one that, A million other people are on and it's really not going to help you out because when somebody clicks on it, they're going to get a ton of content that has nothing to do with what you're looking to achieve. And that's to funnel people down the path that you want them to go, not the path that leads in a hundred different directions. So so that's great advice. Thank you.
1: Yeah, I I had a. Kind of like a joke, but I, I think it's a real tactic. So, uh, a social media expert, actually tell me, you know, if something that you know p- along the way, there are going to be people who are upset or it just didn't work out for whatever reason, right? So they said that if you cannot fix it, you bury it. So if you don't want people to see it, uh, if it is not on the first two pages of Google's, it's not there. So right. how can you push it down so that you you know things that you want people to see are on the top? So if people say. Not so nice things about you. How can you bury it? Is to mm. provide more content and more things that, with your key phrase. So then, you know that those are all showing up before the others.
0: I like that idea. I think that's a uh, that's a separate discussion you and I maybe ha- have down the road because th- that's a really. Um... You know, great idea. And that's something that I think a lot of people struggle with because, you know, when you search, some certain things seem to always be there. It's like, how do you get rid of them? Um, You know, you can't just remove them. Um, But anyway, I have one last question. We always end on a a fun question. So you seem to be very, very busy, man. You're always working. Um, So when you're not working, what are you doing for fun?
1: Well, I'm actually, believe it or not, I'm a a strong first uh, kettlebell instructor. So uh, you know, I didn't want to put that on there, but then I I just for fun, I'm so proud of my uh certification, I put it on LinkedIn. So actually, when people reach out to me, especially on podcasts, when I uh the, the last question and the most interesting question people ask me, so you're kettlebell's uh you know instructor, tell me more about that. They don't even care about all my criteria, all my bio, they just went uh straight to the kettlebell. I, so I think uh, that's a nice uh, icebreaker even for, uh, you know, in a business setting.
0: So that's what you do for fun, huh? Yeah. Well, that's great. So Swire, um, so we're out of time, but before we go, um, you know, let the people know how they can they can get in contact with you.
1: Well, so again, uh, Google Swaiho, hashtag the promo guy. Uh, the name of business is Garuda Promo and Branding Solutions. Um, happy to connect and network. I'm on LinkedIn. You can find me on LinkedIn. And if you have any questions, if you want to be a guest, or if you're thinking about setting up your own podcast, happy to uh, talk to you. So reach out to me, ask me any questions that you have. I actually have a list of uh, equipments that I would uh, recommend if you don't know where to start. Uh, reach out to me. Happy to talk to you.
0: Again, that was Swire Ho. Swire, thank you so much for your time. You've been a great guest, and uh, you know I look forward to uh, speaking with you again.
1: Thank you, Vinny.